Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. of NFL experience. We've got a really good head of hair. We each have a pair of cool sunglasses. I think that's about covers it. Anything else you want to know, you want to get involved, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions, we'll take them all show long on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. body. Arthur Motes, bye week in the books. It's now November. Inching closer and closer to holiday season, to the dead of winter. Daylight savings time is behind us. Is there anything else? Anything else that I missed? I'm, 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 I'm listening. What's up, cousin? How are we feeling? Oh, man, don't you shortchange it. Like, they're supposed to keep going for a little bit longer, man. <sighs> I'm, I'm running on a little low brain power here, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> See, I thought it was kind of like you're just super warmed up already. Well, that too. I guess it depends, ah. on, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I uh, was in with the DVE morning show this morning. So, I've been at it here since bright and early. Those since, vocal pipes are since, warmed up since, and ready to since go. Since about 5 a.m. So, yeah, I guess you're right. I yeah. am. You know, I'm, I'm nice and warmed up. I'm ready to go here. Uh, I am running on a little fumes. But you know what? It was nice because I am rested from the bye week, right? So, if I'm going to have a long day here, marathon day in the studios of iHeartRadio Pittsburgh, it might as well be on this Monday where we're a little rested at least. I was able to get to bed at a decent time last it night. Is, Enjoy some is. time with the family this weekend. Hopefully hey you did as well too. Hopefully all of Steeler Nation was able to uh, de-attach. Is that a word? Um, Detach is the word detach, I'm looking for. There we go. Step back, there we but, go. But That's we, the word we, I'm looking we, for. We detach. We don't do that. Come unplug. On, man. Get a little <laughs> sanity back in your life. Is that really what we do in Pittsburgh? Or do we like look around and go, hey man, that guy got fired. He should come over here and coach Russ. Yes, that's all we do. Right hey, now, man. Twitter is hey, all man. rage. Frank Reich must be the Steelers' <laughs> offensive coordinator by the close of business today or else. Yes. Everybody should be fired. Everybody should be fired if you don't bring him in. Yep. <laughs> and not to mention, does he want to come here? What's he want to do? Does he want to take nope, a year nope, off nope. coaching? Uh-huh. Whatever he want to be. Nope. If you don't bring him in by the end of the week, everybody gets fired. Maybe his old boss, Doug Peterson, is going to try and get him to go down to Jacksonville nope, as well, nope, too. Nope, Because it's Steelers. But Steelers. no, it's the Steelers. If we make him an offer, he's coming. Hey, period. Yep. Point blank. Period. Yes, Frank Reich, uh, just not too long ago, a little before Motsi and I went on air here at noon on a Monday, um, Frank Reich being relieved of his duties. That's the nice way to put it, right? I don't like saying, hey, this guy was fired. You know what I mean? They got guaranteed contracts. I don't really have sympathy for well, coaches. Well, uh, no, I don't have sympathy <laughs> I'm for cool, them. bro. You call it whatever you want to call it. They got a whole check coming. When you we, we a joke, big check. Think about how many we joke. Matt Rule. Think about we joke Ooh. about all these different coaches when they get fired, and we're like, ah, oh, he's still gonna get M's guaranteed. So yes, fired. Yes. I just think of because you know I'm in the real. You're you're in the sports. You're in the sports connotation over here, which rightfully so. You are the one with the decade of NFL experience. Yeah, this is more management though. I, 
That's true. You know, you know, I draw my line Reich, Hey, he played for the played for the Buffalo he, he, Bills. You say too? he said it past tense. Played. Yeah, there you go. Most famous huh. comeback win in NFL postseason uh-huh. history, engineered yeah. by Frank Reich when he was uh-huh. with the Buffalo Bills in the nineties. Hey, all good, but now, past tense. but now, yeah, so he's the ops now. Absolutely. Is what you're telling? It, it is that simple. He's the ops. When, when the line is drawn. Which side is he going? Is he on the player side of the fence or is he on the management side of the fence? That right clears now, it up right there. He's it on the unemployment simple. side of the fence. I just yeah. when you say someone got fired, it, it there's usually the connotation of it in the real world that they did something wrong. Now in sports, well, doing did. something wrong is not winning enough games. Listen, we we holler about guys getting fired every week, right? Oh, we need to fire this. We need to fire this quarterback. Fire this player, right? Bench him. Cut him. Same context. We ain't go sugarcoat it. None of this on the other side of it. Nah, he got fired. He got fired. He got fired. It's simple. He got fired. He they, got fired. They they won't they won't saying hey man, Akella was uh, repositioned from the starting lineup to coming off of you know the starting lineup last week mid game against James Pierre. No no no. You know what we said? He got benched. That's what we said. He got benched. One day Arthur Mets gonna come in here, <laughs> cut on the microphones. West didn't get fired. He got benched. But going forward, I'll be the only host here yeah. on this program. It's like yo, we're not gonna sugarcoat that. He got fired. Yeah. Yeah, he did get fired. He did get fired, but he's going to be fine. He's going to be just fine. And that's the other part of it. It's not like the end of the financially, world. financially. It's a part of the career wise. He'll have another job next year if he wants one. Him fired right now, honestly, is probably a benefit. Anything in, in the sense of he becomes the hottest commodity oh, right you're now. You're not lying. If he is not fired and it is January, February time frame, what's a different conversation? He's a part of Black Friday or Black Monday, is like we like to call it in the NFL, where all the different firings that typically happen happen right after the season ends and guys can get lost in the shuffle this is kind of like when you see that that veteran player or that really proven player get released a week or two before final cuts and you're like why would they come so early and it's like they're giving him a chance to go out there or before free agency opens up right right you know march is happening it's like oh man why did they release this guy in february give him a chance give him a head start you know, give a chance. Come, come on. on. Come on. Give Someone a chance. Said something like for Frank Mack. Hey, come on. This ain't the worst situation because you are the hot commodity. Like we just talked about. We started off our show in Pittsburgh. Like, hey, man, you know, Frank Wright's available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's the thing right now. So shout out to Frank Wright for his new positioning. You know, he has a lot he's, more flexibility now. Has he been reassigned? Is that yes, what you're telling yes. me? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's your, your national NFL news of the day. Frank Reich, how are you going to get fired on your day off? He uh, joins Matt Rule as the second coach uh, that has been relieved of his duties by a National Football League organization so far in season. Question, are we interested in Rule? Uh, by we, do you mean the West Virginia Mountaineers? <laughs> because you're darn right I am. <laughs> talking Pittsburgh still. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, be- sorry. Because you know, like, because we said Frank Wright is going to be a guy that is going to be talked about a lot. We yeah. know this. Until he gets hired. Oh, 100%. He's going to be a name that we're going to have to get real comfortable talking about, mm-hmm. understanding his success and mm-hmm. where he struggled at and things like that because of the name, because of the success that he's had elsewhere. Correct. But when you're talking about, uh, um, excuse me, Matt Rule as well, even with him, collegially he had a ton of success, professionally not so much. Correct. Now, professionally, he also had a little bit different situation in Carolina with the roster and everything and obviously the quarterback situation more specifically. But he was another guy that everybody was really hyped about as well. So I'm just wondering to myself, man, he's available also. Does he yeah. get, or are we kind of scorned a little bit on the collegiate guys just because even, of the Mad Canada element right now in the short term? Now, do you mean just the Steelers specifically, or are you, you talking the no, NFL Steelers whole? specifically? Okay. Because, like, as NFL whole, I don't think that that's an issue. But Pittsburgh wise, it's kind of like, hey, if I just dated a Latina and she burnt my house down and Flat my four tires. You well, think you know. the next young lady I want to talk to is going to be a Latina? Probably not. 
Okay? Not saying that down the line it couldn't happen, but in that sense right there, it's like, ah, it's too fresh of a wound. So, it's too fresh of a wound. So when we're talking about Matt Canada, if it does happen where he is reassigned or fired, mm-hmm. however you want to phrase sure, that, sure. this offseason, would we be a little bit more hesitant to go back to the college will versus going to a more proven guy at the professional level because we have seen the difference professionally versus collegially in terms of schematics and success. I think you just hit on it there. There's not the outcry across NFL fan bases or for the Steelers specifically to bring in Matt Rule as an offensive coordinator or anything like that because of the collegiate element that you just mentioned. And two, there's just not the there's not the sample size of success. Like Frank Wright Not the sample size of success professionally. Yes, he yes, had yes, correct. Professionally. Because even yes, with the Matt NFL, Canada, because yes, remember Matt Canada, that was kind of the knock on him as well. It was yes. like he had success collegially, but it wasn't nowhere near the level of a Matt Rule. Correct. And that was the, you know, when we're talking about why one was considered more of a chance and more of a, hey, does he just have a personal relationship with somebody in the organization? Mm-hmm. Is that why he was given this position versus with Matt Rule? It's like, no, we've seen him yeah, have success I mean, and nowhere near the caliber of talent that you would 100%, 100%. typically associate with him having that type of uh, dividends and stuff. 100%. I mean, he was Peyton Manning's quarterback coach mm-hmm. for a few years in Indy. He was the Chargers when they were still the San Diego Chargers yeah. offensive coordinator when they went to the AFC Championship game mm-hmm. with Phillip Rivers. It would mm-hmm. have been 2015, 20, yeah. I believe that was. And then obviously he was the offensive coordinator with the Eagles mm-hmm. when they won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. Yeah. Um. So there's, there's a lot of... Uh, He's proven. proven. There's 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 a At lot the of professional proven, level as well. Proven success yeah. on that resume. So I do understand why Steelers fans and elsewhere um want to uh you know w- would sign up to have that guy as an offensive organizations that are struggling offensively that would sign up to to have that guy. He's also a Pennsylvania boy uh himself. You know, played uh played high school football in Pennsylvania, was the quarterback of the big thirty three Pennsylvania team. In 1980, yes, I just stole that from Wikipedia. That was not something that I knew off the top of my head. I don't even know what the Big 33 is. You know what the Big 33 is? No. I'm not from Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania. That's true. Yeah. But I just, you are Mr. Football around these parts. No, 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 no. You said, what year was that? 1980. Exactly. So it's, it's, I was even born in 1980, first off. Me either. Let's start there, okay? Uh, The Big 33... It's changed now. Is that like your all-state? But it was historically, it was the 33 best players from Pennsylvania against okay. the th- high school, against the 33 best from oh, Ohio. So it's like an actual game game. At the end of the season, mm. the the 33 best from PA, the 33 best from Ohio okay. would play an all-star game, and it was serious. No, I, I could imagine it being serious, yeah. There was a streak, I think it just ended recently, but every Super Bowl from like Super Bowl one to Super Bowl 50-something had somebody who played in the Big 33 game in it. Okay, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Now, there's still the Big 33, but those uh, those scaredy cats from Ohio are no longer. It's, it's PA versus Maryland, so it doesn't have the same. But Tom, do they still play the game, though, in the sense of like, hey, this is PA's all-star team or PA's mm-hmm. like, against, Mar- against Maryland's. That's pretty cool, But man. as you can imagine... The, now you've got so you got the Under Armour All American game right, in the right, U.S. Right, Army. Yeah. So the 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 luster because this was like the high school football got showcase you. back in the you know yeah. in the eighties and nineties when the coverage like, and the access wasn't yeah. like it was now. It was a big deal. Okay, because like when yeah. I'm thinking like when I came out, we had obviously the Army All American game. Under Armour wasn't out just yet. They didn't have their All uh, American game, but it was. If you didn't go to the Army All American game, then in Virginia, we had our like big state game, but gotcha. it was it was going to just split the state in half, east part of the state versus the western part of the state. 
And that was how we did our All-Star game. But, yeah, man, this is a cool concept, though. The big 33. This Since is why you ask questions. 1957, often described as the Super Bowl of high school football. And, and you really was going to act like I knew what that was. Hey. The big thirty-three. I, I'm just you're an, you're a guy <laughs> who you know you are Bruh. you are in the know. The big okay? thirty-three. I know now. You do know now. All right. You want some notable alumni? Uh, I think Micah Hyde played in this game, uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, and and maybe Fitz. I think our running back uh. Toussaint. Did, did he play in it? If I remember correctly, maybe one of those two guys. I don't know other than that you though. Funny. <laughs> you funny. John Baldwin. <laughs> Mario Manningham, Darrell Revis, Revis, Teddy Ted Ginn Jr., let's get it. Brian Hoyer, Big Ben Gid? Roethlisberger himself Big in the Benjamins, year 2000. Big like the Pittsburgh Steelers? Big Benjamins like okay. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bob Sanders. Shout out to Bob. Shout out to Bob Sanders. LeVar, Arr- LeVar Arrington. You know, low-key, one of the best college linebackers to ever play. Orlando, Orlando Pace, Ty Law, Pace. Curtis Martin, Marvin Harrison, Kerry Collins, Dan bro, Marino, Jim bro. Kelly, Joe Time Montana, out. Tony uh, Dorsett, uh, uh. No, no, Joe no, 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 wait. Did you really skip over Ricky Waters? I did skip over Ricky Waters, you're right. Bruh, That's the problem with you being what? able to see my computer monitor here Ricky in the studio. Ricky Waters? Some dogs that played in this game, Arthur Mudd. Some Super Bowl MVPs. Ricky was filthy. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Kyle Brady, okay. Some some all pros, some defensive players of the uh, year. Nah, nah, the big 33 was what was that? Some Hall of Famous. So this is what's up. What was okay. a big deal? When was the last year then? 12? Is what I'm saying? Go down? Uh, no, 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 no. It's it's still played now, but it's Pennsylvania versus Maryland oh, right, since right, yeah. 2013. 2012 was the last year of the 2012 Ohio was, yeah. yes. In October of 2012, it was announced that Pennsylvania had dropped Ohio. Mm. And replace them with Maryland. So maybe we were the ones that made that. Maybe we said, you know what, Ohio, you busters, you ain't mm. you ain't good enough to be around mm. here anymore. <laughs> but yes, like I said, there was that Super Bowl. Sh- with the thank you next. There was that that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was that uh, stretch of uh, Super Bowl, like fifty some straight Super Bowls, where there was a big big thirty three alumni that that played in the game there. Shout out, shout yeah. out to them big thirty three. And that balls. is your that is your history lesson of the day with I'm Wesley grateful. Euler. I'm grateful for said lesson today. I feel very much smarter now. Very much smarter. Yeah, did I say that right? You did. Very we'll, much we'll, smarter. We're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with it, Mozi. <laughs> it's a Monday after the bye week. I feel like this is the last day. Where we can do some bigger picture stuff, right, before we really start turning the page to the New Orleans Saints. Well, they play tonight. They play tonight. I'll be watching that one. Baltimore and oh, yeah. New Orleans. It gives me, like, a, I have, like, a legitimate reason now to, like, watch the game tonight. Because usually oh, yeah. when we play on Sundays, I'm like, dang, I want to watch Monday Night Football, but I want to chill with the wifey, too. Correct. And it's that balance. You, Correct. Wes, you know the work-life balance. Buddy, you ain't lying. And we're around the clock, guys. You know, we, we don't have jobs. We're just seasonal. We actually carried on with the offseason. So, at times, I'm always trying to find that balance of, yes. all right, if this is a game that I don't need to watch, yes. I, I I really need to, you know, sit here and watch this lifetime with wifey. Correct. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes it do sometimes be like Sometimes you got to put on that Hallmark. It'd it be like that. Tonight, though, I, wifey is going to have to wait or watch the Hallmark by herself. Like, wife, it's, it's, it's work. Because it's, a, this is a, work it's game. a work game for Monday Night this Football. It's a work game right here. And college you know? ba- college basketball tips off this evening. Oh, you know, so. you know I know what time it is? Come oh, on, man. You know my ears is on oh, tonight, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And low-key, I'm... Might I was, have to scout the pit opponent coming well, up this you know, weekend. As I was driving, I, I did see... Not today, because I was not driving that direction today, but I did see them advertising that pit, West Virginia basketball showdown that's going to happen soon. Ah, I was a little excited, man. I truly I, might have tickets already. I was contemplating, you know, stepping out. I was contemplating it. But I gotta check my schedule. But yeah, when I seen, it, I thought he, I was like, "Oh, baby, this is what he was, this is what he was referring to on social oh, yeah. media the other day." I, I see it. Friday, I'm gonna be a completely different animal up he, in here. He said, "I'll never show up." 
all right, I'm coming back. I'll be back. I'll be back. We lose to Pitt in basketball <laughs> on Friday night after having lost to them in football back in September. And understanding what they're going through right now with their program too, man. I, yeah, bro. This, you might not see my face around yeah. these parts for a long time. Now, on the other hand, we take care of business on Friday night. We mm-hmm. beat those stinking Pitt Panthers in hoops for the sixth straight time. In a row. Oh, I tell you what. 7 a.m. tip-off, right? I mean, 7, 7 a.m. 7 p.m. That would be something. Jeez. 7 p.m. Please not be 7 a.m. Yes. 7, yes, 7 p.m. Correct. Just real quick. Yeah. Uh, you'll you'll appreciate this. All of those of, amongst you out there who are into uh, sports trips and sports weekends will appreciate this as well, too. My old college roommate who lives in Richmond, Virginia. Duh. Not crib, but that's where my little brother's crib is. Okay. Yeah. Virginia. Yeah, after but all. It's, it's 804. That's uh, all. 804, 757. It's kind of like... So southern, those southern yuppies, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like tobacco country, isn't it's like, it? It's like if you're, Rich, like, Richmond, if you're Virginia. in like Pittsburgh and you're like, oh, you're kind of like in Washington like County, like even further out. Yeah. Say say no more. It's like, say bro, no you, more. you're 412? Like, come on, bro. You're not really full. You, you know what I'm saying? You're on that other side. One of, my, uh, yeah. one of my old college roommates, he took off Friday. He's driving up Friday. We're going to the Pitt WVU Hoops game Friday night. Okay. And then we're going to WVU Oklahoma football on Saturday. Bro, you making a weekend. Oh, it's going down, cousin. It's going down this weekend. And then, of course, Steelers. You're getting me excited. Steelers Saints on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Before we get to some of those specifics, maybe in the show later on in the week, certainly as well. Motsi, can we do a little uh, midseason awards here? I was hoping so. If okay. that's okay with you. Heck yeah. So let's start Let's start with the top, all right? Let's start with the prom kings here. Now, are we referring to them in the sense of an NFL standpoint or a Steelers-specific standpoint? I wanted to do uh, I wanted to do NFL standpoint. Let's get after it then. Let's if go. that's all right with you. <clears throat> Come on, man. I've been waiting for this. MVP of the league. Arthur Motes, we are halfway, nine weeks through the 18-week season. That is the nice part about this, uh, this extra game now, mm-hmm. is that we actually have a legitimate halfway point of the season. That was yesterday, or I guess maybe technically tonight, if you want to uh, be technical there. Motsi, at this point, who is your MVP if you had a ballot to cast? Well, it's simple. Um, I'm going Josh Allen, and I go him because that's the first thing that came in my, uh, my mind. The next guy was Geno Smith, and contrast hey. for both of these guys, and I'll tell you why. <clears throat> with Josh, he's been playing at a high level now. He's also had his mistakes, but as a whole, when you look around the league globally, a lot of these guys have had mistakes. But to me, I think that he's been the most consistent. I think that he's shown up the most on the biggest stages. And seeing how he's accounted for not just the through-the-air element, but also on the ground rushing the ball as well, just the total package, I think that he's been a lot more consistent throughout this part of the season than a Lamar Jackson has. I felt like Lamar early on, was definitely in that neck and neck, mm-hmm. but I think that these past couple weeks he's kind of taken a step back. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes obviously always in the conversation as well. Of course. But for me, man, I do truly have Josh Allen as my MVP right now. I think that he's just across the board been doing everything that you want and living up and even at times exceeding expectations. And this is all on the cusp of new offensive coordinator. Brian Dable has left, so now Ken Dorsey is the guy there. Um, also doing this wow like i said man his team is still winning too man six and two so it's not like they're struggling not like they playing terrible or all this other stuff it's like nah man they're legit man so that's why i have him but you know i gotta rock with gino too just because they rolled him off but he right back though and they found a way to get another dub to yesterday against them against the little little little, first place against little 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 mini man little mini man over there you know so it was really good to see that i'm 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 a gino guy you already know this i've been in the gino corner i know it but i've really been enjoying what he's been doing this season even though when we're talking about this uh the like on a more serious note, mm-hmm. 
granted, yes, the numbers aren't going to reflect MVP right, caliber. Right. When you're talking about the significance of what he's been doing there, and when I talk about the difference of one player, Russ versus Geno, but how they've been able to shift their offense, how they've been able to shift their culture, so to speak, and now getting back to the Seattle that we've all been accustomed to seeing in terms of playing really good defense, minimizing turnovers, and ultimately making the timely throws. And that's the thing when you're watching Geno. I mean, it's like he's doing those things too. Yeah. And because nobody gave that man a chance. They wrote him off. They believe in him. <sighs> Pete Carroll did. Pete Carroll did. God did and Pete Carroll did. So that's why I got my man Geno as well. But in all seriousness, Josh, that was my guy. I, I'm with you as well, too. Gino deserves to be in this conversation. I think Jalen Hurts deserves to be in this I conversation. Uh, to me, though, right now, it comes down to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And if I wanted to do the devil, devil's advocate thing here and argue for Mahomes, I would say, you know, they've completely reworked the offensive line. They've completely reworked his weapons and his playmakers. Uh, they lost Tyreek Hill. They lost a couple maybe not future Hall of Fame offensive linemen, but Hall of really good offensive linemen from, from the last four or five years. But I, I think it's Josh Allen. I, no one does more to elevate his team. No one's team, you know, goes as he goes, it feels like. And um, that one is, you know, again, we, we could you and I could sit here for the rest of this show and talk Mahomes' case versus Josh Allen's case. Yeah. But it just feels like Josh Allen's time. I know he didn't play. We're saying this on the heels of him not playing his best yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he didn't have his best game. Absolutely. Against the Jets. Um, but at this point, if I'm casting a ballot, I would go with Josh Allen number one. Now, Motsi, this dovetails nicely. What about your NFL comeback player of the year? Because, I think some would argue Saquon Barkley, but this is where I've got my guy, Geno Smith. Mm. That's a tough one. I, I, this is another, I could make an argument well, for Saquon very for me, easily. Man. I'm a little biased here, obviously. You can go Saquon. I was going to say Derrick Henry. He was another guy. Derrick Henry's another good yeah, one. So, yep. Um, I have been on the Saquon train, so I probably would go Saquon. And the thing is this, granted, Geno, he would be a prime candidate for the comeback player of the year. But this is what I call the Ryan the Tannehill. The Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Up until Ryan Tannehill, nobody ever gave this element respect. And for me. Like a non-injury yeah. consideration. <laughs> so for me, yeah. I keep that same energy. The same way I looked at Ryan Tannehill when he got it. Just because he went from being really bad, not living up to expectations, mm-hmm. to finally being good. I wasn't a fan of that. You know? You, you sure, give it a guy that sure. award for that. Sure. So even though if they do follow suit with that, then yeah, Geno Smith 100% does fit that criteria to the best, <laughs> even more so than Ryan Tannehill. But when you talk about Saquon and not just Saquon, but these are the factors. What has he been doing this season in New York? Splash He's plays. been killing it. Not just good games, like electric games. He's also playing in what media market? The biggest one. In Hands the country. Down. The biggest one. And like top two or three in the world. Hands down. <laughs> so, all those other reporters and voters and people that do partake in this thing, when they're not watching every game, what are they hearing? What are the highlights they're seeing? Saquon. You don't see a ton Saquon. of Geno. You don't hear a ton of Seattle. Like, I mean, you're getting it, but it's taking time. Whereas for Saquon, man, like, Saquon can go out there, tie his shoe, and it's going to be, man, did you see what he did today? Like, that's the energy he's getting because of how electric he is, but because of how long it's been since we've been able to see him do this, too. Mm. And I also feel like for Saquon, the other part that I think helps him out is he's like the la- almost like one of the last of a dying breed at that position of doing those type of like special, special it's things. True. Whereas if we wanted to be real, it's like, man, 
we can pick and choose which quarterbacks that have struggled in the past and are playing better this year and say, hey, man, does this guy deserve a chance? Because I look at a Jared Goff. It's like, man, Jared Goff yeah. has been playing yeah. terrible That's at times. Did you look at what he's doing That's this season? Yeah. It's like, man, his numbers are there. He's been having this Lions offense scoring big-time points and winning games. So it's like I could make that case for him sure, too, but sure. for me, I'm like, man, I look at the injury part and to think of what Saquon has dealt the with. Setbacks for the last couple. It wasn't right. just last it year; was like it's been the last couple years. years. Yeah. yeah, and now to see him finally back healthy and what he's been able to do from an impact standpoint, yeah, I'm like, dude, I gotta go Saquon. That's just the Penn State bias and Arthur Motes coming out there. Mm-hmm. Sound good. <laughs> you know what? Remind sound, me. Sound good. We're gonna be joined in our final segment by our buddy Chris Carter. Remind me, I've got to ask him comeback player of the year, Gino or Saquon, because, I mean, you talk about putting him between a rock and a hard place. He's got to pick the WVU guy or the Penn State guy. That's going to be funny. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, don't let me forget. We're going to ask, we're going to ask him that before we get out of here. We will, when we return on the other side, we'll go through some more of these. Who's our coach of the year, offensive and defensive rookies of the year, offensive and defensive players of the year. We'll get into all that when we return in the second segment. Your tweets as well, too. We've got a few so far. Keep those rolling in. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.